Hello, and welcome to the Geeky Brummy Show. Phil, how's Hi. your week been? I don't know. Straight in there. Straight in. All business. Smooth, slick, well-oiled machine. We're getting used to doing this with that, right? He's, he's good. He's, uh, he's, he's good to go. Yeah. Uh, my week's been good, thank you. Yeah, I've uh, I've had a fairly uneventful one. I have. <laughs> That's nice. I'm glad to hear that. To yeah, be honest, just so, been, you know, um, regular Joe this week. I, I've not I've not flown anywhere. I've not I've not you know. How much um, how much alcohol have you there. consumed? I mean, like I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> because the more I feel like I feel like the more we talk about it, the more of a thing it becomes. And then one of these days I'm going to walk into the studio and it's going to be an intervention. And I'm not ready for that. I'm not I'm not ready to hit rock bottom. I'm not ready to admit I have a problem. I am just having a great time and being delightful uh, to to all around me. So now I've uh, I've, I've had a, a good week this week. Now just working in coffee shops as usual. You know, sort of prancing around with my MacBook and my man bag. How is the man bag working out for you? It's holding up superbly. Goes with everything. I am thrilled. It was not an unnecessary purchase. It was deeply essential. Has it lost life. its new bag smell yet? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. It mostly just smells like um, spilt prosecco now. <laughs> yeah. Like your whole life. Have, have you bec- have you become that person that carries their own cutlery around with them yet? Um, who, who is, are that, those is that a thing? Is that a thing? I've, I've seen it happen. Yes. Lunchbox dwellers in the office. Somebody brings like. A, pre-made To meal. be fair, we, actually, we we get regular emails oh, now at work away. being told to bring our own forks because there actually is loads of cutlery in our kitchen at work but for some reason all the forks just seem to yeah. evaporate. I don't know what people do with them but they've all just bit. So now we get regular emails from reception like, we're not buying forks. Like, we're not buying... Stop it. Yeah, we, stop taking them we, home. We bring used, your own forks. We, we used to have that out at my old place. Um, the run joke was that they'd run out, ran out of steel in the foundry and we were just using the forks to, to make up the, the, uh, the missing bit. Where did they go? Who, who brings like, these pre-packed meals to work? You know what I mean, like, I've never thought to myself, time? oh, do you know yeah. what, fancy bringing the remains of last night's dinner in so everybody in the office can smell what I consumed and what I'm going to be dropping out of me. <laughs> oh, like, no nice. way. My colleague always does it. It's kind of like, literally, I don't want to smell what you're eating. Go and eat in the toilet because that's where it's going. This is what Pratt is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, like, what's the meme that's been going around again like recently, the thing about like why, why are people telling me I could save money by bringing lunch to work? I've made lunch. It is 9.43. I have eaten the lunch and now I need to go out and buy another lunch <laughs> yes. for lunch. I was just not, yeah. not for it. I do want to write a short story or a comic that is titled Lunchbox Dwellers. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a sequel to The Borrowers? It's, it's just, it just my imagination's running wild about the possibilities of that. It's amazing. Lunchbox yeah. Dwellers. Lunchbox Dwellers. You're not the ident man. Stop trying to be the ident man. Stop trying to control me and suppress me. I am, I am creative. He's still criticising. Weeks on, it's still guys. Weeks later, it's not constructive criticism, is it? No, it's just so full of negativity. Just so full of like, what? Just push everyone else down to make yourself feel like a big man. I'm over <laughs> it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Quick, someone gets filled some prosecco. We'll calm Ooh. down. Oh, cash me outside. I just, I just want to cash, cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about, How about that? that? I just want to point out, Keith's got a firm grip on his chili bottle. The chili bottle is mm-hmm. here. He's brought it to check to Three weeks us. down and it's still is chill. Is it the, the outside still of the bottle cold? Oh, uh, yeah. Is the outside of the bottle cold? No, the outside. This is the, this is the beauty of the bottle. The bottle does not condense on the outside. Could so we? it's good for being in my bag, so it doesn't wet all of my important papers. But the contents remain at a chilly... Uh, temperature could you do open screw it on the mic so we can hear that that glorious so, sound so it's a solid sta- it's a solid stainless steel body covered in a beautiful textured matte black finish i chose the untextured top which is just a stop trying to just stop trying to justify just open it oh that's squeaking uh, yeah i mean 
I feel like we're in a Radio 4 drama and this is all the Foley effect. I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, if we were, you've just had a massive drama performance on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. I'm feeling that after three weeks, uh, it's a, it's a, it is a necessary purchase. I will state that I still possess it, unlike some other people's <laughs> unnecessary purchases. So I think, you know, I'm kind of winning in that competition. Yeah. But personally, myself this week, I've spent more money on Blu-rays than I really should. What did you it buy? It was a big week. Uh, well, there was Kong uh, released this week, which I, I quite enjoyed at the cinema, so I'm kind of wanting to see that again. Get Out was also released. Oh, I love that film. I missed that at the cinema, so I kind of wanted to support that by buying it on Blu-ray so that people kind of do it. And then there was a, a reissue of The 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T mm, uh, cool. in a restored Blu-ray edition. What's that? That sounds like a movie that might have a vinyl sort of porno soundtrack. Yeah, it's just like I'd want to buy the well, vinyl. Five thousand fingers. You would, say that you would quite hell like of a the, good time. Uh, the best Kit Kat ever. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd quite like the soundtrack. It's a, it's an old. Um, I think it's from the kind of fifties. Uh, it's a live action film that was done by uh, Doctor Seuss. Uh, as, in, like, as in Cat in the Hat. In, as in Cat in the Hat. Yeah, and it's kind of about. Um, so it's <laughs> the Doctor T in the title is Doctor Twilliger. Uh, so it kind of like you know. It's, now it sounds like a Doctor Seuss. It's, um, yeah. it's 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 weird and kind of quite slightly crazy. And the, the, the Doctor's trying to keep you know he's trying to capture five thousand, not five thousand, five hundred kids to play these pianos. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit strange. Was it played by, was it played by Richard O'Brien? No, it's a bit before his time. But it, it's one of those ones I saw as a kid on TV in a really bad print and it was terrible. So this restored edition, it comes with a load of extras about its production and kind of its importance in kind of uh, film history. So I'm quite looking forward to seeing that. But I haven't watched it yet. Like most of the Blu-rays I buy, they kind of go in a pile that I secretly hide on the shelf. Oh, see, that is, it's easier to watch, like sit and get through a pile of Blu-rays. My thing is I'm addicted to buying books. And it actually takes time to sit and read an entire book. And I've just got like on my on basically both of my bedside tables, there's a pile of about ten. And then there's an entire unread shelf on the bookcase in my living room. And it's just, I'm, I've resigned myself to the fact they look really nice, like in my flat. <laughs> They're never gonna get read. But this is also my problem as well as the Blu-rays. I also have that pile of books and the pile of comics and the pile of magazines. And chili bowls. I'm, I'm a bit of a, a I don't pile chili bowls, guy. They won't pile. The shape of them negates their ability to be piled. <laughs> they look like Skittles. <gasps> you can play bowling like with them. Bowling, yeah. The loudest bowling ever. Yes. I can think of the one thing I'd like to bowl towards them. I, <laughs> Is I, it Guy's I, head? I would, <laughs> bing, bing, you win the prize. I'd like to thank the thing that you go home after the show and you go to your wife. <sighs> they were taking the mick out of the bottle again. <laughs> and then she's like, well, you did spend £27 on it. <laughs> <laughs> that is an uncanny impersonation of uh, Keith's better half. M Madeline would be most impressed by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George, how's your week been? I've still got a certain Beatles parody that I referenced on a previous show stuck <laughs> in my head. Still, I mean, like, Can you, should we all sing it? Should we all sing it together? <laughs> so after three, one, two, three. We, we all live in a TARDIS full of bras. A TARDIS full of bras. A TARDIS full of bras. You know what we the best thing is, though? I've now infected other people in the office with this. So every now and again around the office, you just hear somebody start singing it to themselves. And then you happen to have a little word with themselves, so they stop. It's if very amusing. the 1970s or the early 80s, somebody would have recorded this, released it, and it would be a number one hit. And it would be introduced by Simon Bates and uh, Mike Smith. Do you know what sucks though, George? There's a massive Beatles hat now. Whenever I listen to your Lost Memory, which isn't a favourite song of mine no. anyway, when I listen to the album Revolver, that's going to be stuck in my head. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Guy, how's your week been? I rode a bike. Let's just move on from that. You rode oh. a bike? You rode a bike? No, no, no. 
Rome. We, we, we can't move on just that quickly. You doing exercises is a scary thing. I'm a fat lad, Dave. I need to lose some weight. I did some, I did some exercise. Where did you okay, cycle so to? Let's some cyclist rage on us then. Who do you hate on the roads? Because surely you've, you've had some kind of situation and I want to hear about it. Uh, white van men, because he nearly oh, knocked me off the bike. Yeah. Bane, of, Bane of the world, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave that, it at that. Not very interesting. I rode a bike. Were you lycra up? No. Had a crash at <laughs> What about your week, Dave? Yeah. Usual quiet one for me. Uh, work, work, and more work. Makes yeah, me a very good bike. with no party bag, so <laughs> <laughs> we're all out at events that Dave stays at home. Did, did you build any Gundam this week? No, I'm, I'm taking a break because we don't actually have anywhere that I can like display them or <laughs> anything in the flat. Do they come pre-painted or are you having to? Um, you can't. They do come like pre-coloured, but you can like detail them up and yeah. Right, so. Um, D23 was a couple of weeks ago. If anybody knows what it is, it's a Disney convention. Yeah, it's basically the the, the big one where they announce sort of the, the upcoming <laughs> Disney's big one. Well, it sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> dice roll. I've got D23. So yeah, it's it's a it's a big convention where Disney basically like to whip it out and be like, we've got the biggest one in the movie industry. You say it's a big convention. When did it start? Because no. I can't remember mm. this. I think this year was the first year I'd really kind of paid attention yeah, to the fact while, that think, it's been it? like... Have they started doing it since they bought Star Wars and Marvel? Yeah, I think it's gone bigger since they bought Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. Like, I think that's like now... Literally, that is them. There was only so many things about Goofy That's and them Nicky, swinging it around now, basically, like, in Hollywood. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, like, thumping it against they're, the they're, they're the person you don't want to go pee next to. now we've got Spider-Man too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the first apparently the first one was in 2009, so it's been going for a little yeah, while. Yeah, a while then. So yeah, they, they unveiled stuff. So yeah, what was what was um, revealed? The Infinity War trailer. Yeah, and the uh, the Obsidian Order, which you know they're, they're referring to as the Children of Thanos, but we all know it's it's the it's the Infinity uh, the yeah. Obsidian Order. Yeah. So apparently the it, it, the Infinity War trailer is apparently good. Yeah, it, I'm I mean, really looking forward so, to it. Yeah. Apparently, they, they it wasn't got it right. But the 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 Children of Thanos thingy people thought that fantastic four would they had these big statues and there was four of them under sheets and people thought that was gonna be the moment that like marvel were like Ooh, the fantastic four back oh um, god but like i mean has there been need a another? good film outing for those yet there's no but then again there's never been one done by marvel so uh, was it sony or fox it's fox, fox, yeah. fox, fox yeah. have got the, the x-men and the fantastic four and i can't see them being smart like sony were and giving up no, because since we've had D twenty three, we've also had the announcement of like, yeah, we were rubbish at doing a Fantastic Four, so now we're going to try and do a Doctor Doom movie. And it's yeah, like, no, stop, please, Fox, just go. That's we cocked up. We've not uh, made a good movie in ages. Let's give all of our superheroes back to Marvel. Let's be honest. Every appearance of Doctor Doom in the film so far has been dull as beige paint. I mean, oh my god. Julian McMahon was just like he he was acting like he was in Sunset Beach. I was like going from Nip Tucks. Yeah. Beach. He, <laughs> he was Alyssa Milano's boyfriend in Charmed, um, and it was at that sort of early noughties stage, and that's where they hired him because he'd been in Nip Tuck and in Charmed. <clears throat> so he'd been in these two sort of quite kind of you know soapy popular shows. Was that before Ryan Murphy went crazy and he just make a yeah. show every two weeks? Oh my god! I mean, I I can we have a Ryan Murphy special at some point so I, I, I need a full hour to voice all my opinions on him um, and then they had a, a practical unknown in the uh, the kind of reboot that had yeah. um, Kate Mara and Michael J. Fox and Michael, Michael, J. Fox. Michael J. Fox Michael B. Jordan oh my god 
Who's redeeming himself by being in Black Panther though? Yeah. So that's yes. Good. yes, yes, yeah. And and he's been good in pretty much everything. It uh, it was the it wasn't the actor's fault that that film was terrible. No. Um, it, it was, was just, it made no sense. It was boring as Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's worrying when Ju- when it's, it's worrying when Julie McMahon's version of Doctor Doom was better. Because he was like a, at least yeah he was a bit camper and a bit more, yeah just a bit more like he was a bit more of a, 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 a bit, pantomime villain. He, yeah, he, he a, was, a bit, was a, a bit more charismatic, I think. Yeah. Wasn't the Doctor Doom in the Just Trank one a little bit more like Guy? <laughs> His future what, 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 is Doctor like, Doom. Just a guy, a guy with a massive attitude. An problem. angry blogger. This is bad. I hate people in Gregs. I shall build a man over. I shall put a metal mask I on. I shall build a citadel, citadel on another planet. I like to call myself happen? a social warrior, not an angry man. Just social justice warrior. So he, yeah. he, is, he is basically Doctor Doom. Guys are a yeah. version of Doctor Doom. Aww. I'm... Uh, I'm judging people for the mistakes they make when they go out venturing outside their houses and teaching them a lesson if needed. But quickly spinning back to the whole Thanos thing, <laughs> I, I, read okay. the comi- I read the comics with these these characters, the, uh, Infini- the, the uh, Infinity, Dark yeah. Mall or whatever it is, and they're pretty weak characters. They're not. Mm. They're not kind of. Um, they're not characters that you'll kind of go there because they're, they're all pretty much. Si- they're all very similar. The designs aren't very good. Um, yeah. I like to say, I'm, I, to be fair, the um, the Infinity series, um, I, I can't remember exactly what it was called. I've, I've got still got them somewhere in my comic collection. I have to dig through the pile. But, yeah, the story was good. The, yeah, the, the Obsidian Order themselves, they weren't the best. They weren't the worst, but not the best. But I think if anyone can do it justice, it's the MCU, I think. Yeah. Especially, especially with Josh Brolin's Thanos leading the way, that I think could be something pretty special. And we have two hundred and seventy-five characters to be seen. In yeah. But I, I wish they'd release the trailer. I'm sick of this kind of like, here's our trailer description in box. Yeah. It's like, just put it out. I mean, the the thing with all of these things is like the exclusivity of if you're not in the room, uh, you can't see it. And it's like, well, don't tell us about it then, because if you're just telling about it, you know somebody somewhere is going to try and leak a footage yeah. one because that YouTube is full of people going oh leaked D23 trailer and it's basically somebody's cat running around in the backyard or whatever it yeah. is and stuff well yeah. it's funny that you should mention leaked trailers uh, and not releasing trailers and cats running around because uh, the big news that came out of D23 was they showed some footage from the live action Lion King and apparently it's mind blowing <sighs> I am quite um, curious about this it's one that I'm Philip, sort of opinions <laughs> I just, okay. That was a bit. It was a yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the no. First, George, go ahead. The first thing about it is it's not live action. But no, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not, they're not real lions. No, it, you, you know what I mean. It's it's C- blowing their CGI wad. Um, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, I, George. Yeah, the point I was going to make there. I'm curious to see what it like looks like because it is. Mm. Somebody says to live action Lion King, and you go, huh? Like, how are you going to... My speculation previously is that it could be a little bit more like the stage show, which is supposed to be incredible. It's not what I've managed to see, mm. but I'd like to, which is obviously done with human actors rather than lions. Or I just want actual lions running around. <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, it's directed by John Favreau, obviously we know from... Uh, from Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. yeah. Who, um, he directed The Jungle Book, so it's going to be very similar to that. But obviously with more musical mm. songs and whatnot. So, yeah. but they apparently they recreated the the opening scene where Simba gets lifted in the air, which we, you know, if anybody owns a small dog, which my girlfriend does, we've all recreated. Oh, I, I used to have a ginger cat, and we did that with him like sort of every day. Yeah. Um, but that's the scene everybody saw, and apparently, like, it is pretty spectacular looking. 
But I, given the Jungle Book remake, I thought it was really good. So mm. I, I, I've got hopes for it, even though I'm not a big yeah. fan of this film, really. But it seems like it's going to be huge. We just seem to be in that period where Disney go, right, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, mm. whatever it is. The, these, these so-called live-action remakes of their animations. And I just can't, I don't see the point. Well, do you know why they're doing it, though, Keith? It's because they're making so much money from Disney, from Marvel and Star Wars, that they've got the money to be able to fund these projects. Those are mm. vanity projects, that's all yeah, they are. That's true. Yeah, and they, They'll do it because they know they make money from them, and they just want to be like, oh, well, let's just do it. What but else are we going to do? We don't need to make new content but anymore. But they should make new content because they also released that week the uh, Wrinkle in Time, trailer, uh, which had got Reese Witherspoon, Oprah Winfrey, and a couple of other people in it. And that looked far more interesting than a retread of uh, The Lion King. You know, it had got some interesting stuff going on there. It's based on a book. And it's, it's based on a whole series, isn't it? So yeah. it's potentially launching a new franchise. Mm. And you know, and it's got, it's got the, a lead, it's a female lead on it. And I think Disney should be focusing on taking the money they're making from Marvel and Star Wars and taking risks and doing something new and interesting because Disney did that in the past. They did the first full feature length animated film. They've, they've taken risks in the past and I think Disney it should be the studio to go, look, we're making loads of money, but we're going to take a risk and do something new and they interesting. They did make Chicken Little though. And, but also, I mean, I, I completely agree with Keith. Like, if they want to kind of, you know, harken back to their golden age of animation, you know, like when they had Little Mermaid, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast and all that, um, one of the most successful things like, that has become insanely popular in the last couple of years was Frozen, and that was taking, um, you know, a European fairy tale, giving it the Disney treatment. Why don't they just keep doing that? Like Tangled as well, actually, massively underrated. Yeah. Why don't they start doing more original, like, you know, original takes on fairy tales they haven't already done? Yeah. There's plenty out there. Oh, yeah, too, right. Do you, okay, to wrap this up then, do you, uh, Disney D3. 23. Do you think they should be doing their own conventions? Do you think they should go to like the regular co- uh, Comic Cons? Um, I think it I, makes sense to be yeah. able to kind of have your own big announcements. I think and it gives them a bit more scope. They have so many titles now, so much yeah, stuff exactly. that they own. There is enough there to fill a whole con, I think, whether you're looking at the standard Disney stuff. Because yeah. they also use it to announce stuff for the parks. Like one of the yeah, announcements that they've talked about is this immersive Star Wars hotel. Which, which I'm, I'm assuming this is where to. Ryan is and why he's not been in the studio for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, he's there, camped outside already, waiting, where you get to yeah. go and stay in this incredibly immersive resort and you sort of build your own storyline while you're staying there as yeah, a Star Wars I, character yeah. which just cannot wait for this I want to be Adam Lampbar haven't some news outlets also referred to this as Star Wars Westworld yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. I think yeah I'm just, I, I, I would assume that it would all go wrong and that the droids would take over and I, I'm yeah. just yeah oh wait. god imagine that being like you know held at gunpoint by C-3PO <laughs> oh, that'd be a sucky way that to die that would be the campest hold up ever <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hoping it will be like, there's been, I think it's in the uh, Uncanny Avengers run, they've been making jokes about this with the old Avengers Manor, which the Avengers are currently not living in, they're all elsewhere, but it's been turned to a themed hotel in, within the comics, so they have this really kind of self-reference joke of, and it is kind of people who don't look like superheroes, to put it nicely, in the outfits running around in this hotel, <laughs> like sort of role-playing, and it, it, I, that's what I'm hoping it's going to be like, just actually maybe a bit naff. Great. On board with D23, if they did what they do with um, Star Wars Celebration and it tours different places, yeah. I think it would be That'd good be cool. because uh, I'm sick and tired of the big conventions, the ones where they get all the stars and do all the announcements, or San Diego Comic Con or whatever, always being in the States. And one of the beauties of things like Celebration is it comes 
to you so we've had it in London we've had it in Europe and stuff and it makes it a little bit easier for fans around the mm. world to get yeah. to so it'd be good if they're going to do something like D23 that it does end up going you know they could do it at Disneyland Paris that would make it relatively easy yeah, for definitely. us to get to because um, I think I think at the moment it's Anaheim yeah which is a bit kind of, um, yeah which I mean I'll be honest I, I would if, if it was me I would have put it on at the um, the one in Orlando just because it's, it's the biggest park they have you know but I guess maybe they don't want to like give up that space to like you know non yeah. regular mm, partners. Maybe they're probably they're probably busy enough there. Yeah. Top trumps, we're gonna win them. Blowing guys at our earphones. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for that. Top trumps time. Right, play with Smurfs ones. Not really much to describe about it. Smurfs. Have been there's a Smurfs. Little, yeah. Little blue guys that run around. What was the theme to the Smurfs cartoon? No, no, no. It was track. Um. Good question. Smurf. Do you so know, elect a king? Smurf Papa Smurf during one of his trips. 
there's a lot of Papa Smurfs, Smurfs I'm trips. Here. What yeah. kind of trip was that? Acid? Was he some kind of <laughs> Probably. Like, yeah. I was going uh, off on adventures. Unfortunately, all his power went to his head and he became a dictator. He even had some of the Smurfs locked up. But eventually, he realised what he'd done and went back to being a normal Smurf. So, obviously, the Smurfs are a republic and they don't like their monarchy and he only gets a friendship value of five. Well done, Smurfs. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, it's like a good model for yeah. post-Brexit Britain, if you ask me. Tie between me and Guy for that Wait, one. Ladies did it first, Dave. Ladies. All right, Dave, you take this one. Okay, I'm going to go with Wild Smurf. Wild Smurf. Smurf's not wild. Wild Smurf. Oh, dear. Um, okay, Wild Smurf got lost in the forest when he was when he was little. He was adopted by squirrels and who brought him to, brought him up and fed him. That is, that's why his behaviour is sometimes a bit odd and why he prefers to live in the forest rather than the village with the other Smurfs. Adventure 93. Oh, what the? Oh, I'm going to have to just burn a card here. Greedy Smurf. Hey. 59. We, don't want, we, we know the deal with him. He's a fat knacker. <laughs> I've got Asriel, which, I mean, I, I seem to recall as the name of the Angel of Death. Say, uh, is that the cat? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the cat. Asriel the cat. Yeah. This flea-bitten cat is Gargamel's scapegoat. He follows the wizard everywhere, hoping his master will one day catch a tasty little smurf and throw it to him to eat. He eats smurfs? Yeah. That hasn't happened yet, but even though he is a, oh, he's as stupid as Gargamel, he's a permanent yes. menace for any smurfs who happen to wander too close to Gargamel's hut. Adventure 89. Why don't smurfs have proper names as well? What happens to just like, wait, where's Bob Smurf? Why is, uh, like, why is Asriel Gordon looking smurf? at his bum? <laughs> I've got another Smurf I don't even know. Clockwork. Clockwork Apparently Smurf. he was built by Handy. Yeah. Uh, who To help him out with all the tiring and repetitive jobs. And since has become much more than just a robot. Uh, because he's now like other Smurfs. Like all these robots do. They all become like one of us. Can I have a look at Clockwork Smurf? He just looks like a Smurf with rivets. It's bizarre. Funny, it's like Pinocchio or Data. That's weird. There's a little bit sort of something Frankenstein's monster-esque about that. He's only got an adventure. Is it an adventure? Yes. Because I was so stunned by this card. He's only got an adventure rating of 60. He's a robot smurf. You think he's not better adventures? This is quite nicely on theme because I've actually got Handy Smurf, the builder of Clockwork Smurf. Apparently, he can indeed build a robot, a plane, a little train, and even a machine that can smurf rain and blue skies, whatever that means. That literally know. makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. Why would he only build a little train? Because there's lots of smurfs. I don't know. Yeah, but they are only small. <gasps> Maybe he's the one. How tall is the train's smurf? in our country, and that's <gasps> why we can't fit everybody on. Oh them, my god! We've got a little smurf logic. Yeah, uh, his adventure rating is only sixty-four. Who won that one? That was me. Well, sweeping the board today. Go on then. Okay. Um, last one, not particularly good one. Lazy Smurf. Meet the Smurf who can sleep just about anywhere. In the shade of a mushroom, under a wheelbarrow, or even on the building site of the dam. Any place is the right place for a, for a little nap. His first thought in the morning is about what time he'll get back to bed. It's not just that he's lazy, but just the very idea of work wears him out. It sounds like Lazy Smith has clinical depression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to have to go with the highest one. Friendship 31. Been screwed here because I've got um I've got Phil Ellis aka Gargamel. <laughs> <laughs> um, friendship Gosh. one. Hang on. Oh! Hang, hang on. Guy has Gargamel. Guy has a card of himself. No, it's definitely Phil Ellis, right? How is that me? You wear black. It's not even ginger. Then we got a red pen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, if you, if he's, he's giving me, he's giving me a scowl. He's yeah. trying to outscowl me here. If, you, if only you could see the look that just was well, just exchanged. Let's just get on with the game and leave this cylinders behind us. All uh, right, Gargamel, stop bossing everybody around. I have Papa Smurf. Didn't George have Papa Smurf? No, I have Grandpapa Smurf. Uh, Papa Smurf is the village chief. He was 542 years old last spring. You'll recognise him by his white beard and red clothes. He's a wise old Smurf who tries as much as he can to stop the Smurfs acting like crude humans. <coughs> Being an experienced alchemist, he often saves the Smurfs from danger. Does that involve putting lots of dry ice in pretentious cocktails then? I think so, <laughs> probably. Uh, friendship 47. I've got another descriptive name for a Smurf. They seem to go for this trend of having names that describe their characters. So yeah, guy will just call you angry from now on. <laughs> um, angry Smurf. I've got Hefty. <laughs> he's Hefty by name and Hefty by nature. I'll take that as well. Uh, apparently, <laughs> he's got a tattoo uh, of a heart on his sleeve. He practices keeping fit by practicing sports, uh, and he's a bumpkin. Apparently, his friendship rating's only forty-two though. Poor Hefty. Uh, I've got Painter Smurf. Uh, apparently, Smurfette is one of his favourite models, but sometimes he tries. I bet she is. Exactly. Oh, me like you do your French Smurfs. Exactly. Sometimes he tries experimental paintings that no one else can understand. Um, so he's a, if he means that he's a mo modern artist. Are is he going to cut off his ear and send it to a prostitute? Or we'll send it to Smurfette, maybe. Yeah. yeah so I his think name so. is Painter. Yes. And what does he do? He paints. On the nail there with the name. That's yep. nominative determinism for you. So who won that again? I think I won that one. Yeah, 20 before 44. Going, 49, 18. yeah. Yeah, mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to jump over this mixing desk. I'll dive behind Dave for protection. <laughs> All right, shall I go for, I'll go for the rest of these, these Smurfs yeah. here. Um, say their name and we'll guess. We'll see if we can okay, guess yeah, what yeah, it is they, they do. Say their name, you have to guess what they do, and you also have to say one member of the team who most represents this Smurf. Okay, okay. go on. This one's an easy one. Snappy. He's cross. Stroppy. Angry. Yeah. So it's you. Yeah. <laughs> baby. Is that is it the youngest one? A baby smurf. Yeah. Um, you. I'll tell you who, who, who actually is the youngest out of all of us. Me. George. George. Yeah. Grouchy. You. You. You're just every smurfy's guy. Slouchy. You. You. You having a laugh? I'm not slouch. Ryan's always sat down. Okay, Ryan can be slouchy. <laughs> Reporter Smurf. Are you Philip. serious? Phil. <laughs> Show me. Show me. That, oh my god, this is incredible. Is he swinging glass prosecco? Reporter Smurf created the first Smurf village newspaper called Smurfy Mail. Unfortunately, he soon, turbed, he soon turned the tabloid press and started pestering Smurfette to uncover all the details of her <laughs> private life. Wow. <laughs> but wow. eventually he realised what he was doing was wrong and returned to writing interesting and quality articles. I mean, this is so relatable to me. I'm keeping on this. I like as well that if they do something bad, they always have a kind of redemptive arc and realise the errors of their ways. <laughs> okay, I've got Nat. Who? Nat. Nat. He talks a lot. No. Is it an actual Nat? No. Okay. Nat is one of the Smurflings. He loves all things nature and creatures. Oh, so he's like nature. Uh, I'm going to say that's you, Keith. Me? Really? Yeah. You'll you probably go outdoors you, more you than take the rest of pictures of things. <laughs> Jokey Smurf. He's the hard hitting political editor of the Smurfs' uh, yep. policies. Mm -hmm. So who would be Jokey Smurf? Hmm. I'd say Keith again. What? Are you, you're gonna, you're is gonna, there a jingle smurf? You've got a good joke ratio, I think, sometimes. So you joke yeah. smurf. Plus, plus you bought a bottle, which cost £27. So oh, that, was, that, that was a, that yeah, was a yeah, joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At Harmony Smurf. I'm guessing that's singer. a singer. 
That's she Keith as well. She's the Beyonce of, of the Smurf world. Yeah, oh, so Keith and again. Keith again, yeah. <laughs> Chef. 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 Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Clumsy Smurf. Me. Oh, okay. Me by far. I mean, George will attest to this. That is true. You just rip over everything. Farmer Smurf. So Mr. Tim's. Mr. Tim's. <laughs> How's he feel about that? I'm blinking upset about that. I'm a Smurf. The blooming thing's coming in, ripping up my crops. That was when I lived in the places where they had crops. I haven't got a crop in Sandwell. There's no room for a garden in the back of my house. I'm going away now. See you. Okay, we've got a couple more here then. So I'm going to save the last two. Uh, Brainy Smurf. Scientist? Nerd. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, bit of big head, basically. He's no at all. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Oh. Po- poet Smurf. Uh, mm. That could be Keith, I think, with yeah. his eye dance. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. Actually, eye dance. Or, yeah. Or, or possibly George, given you have written poetry. These two have got more ri- writing credentials than I have got. Mm. But you have the soul of a poet. Uh, yeah, that's what really counts. Okay, there's a final two. Um, that's another female Smurf. Really? Apparently, this is Smurf that's from Sasset. Sasset. Phil. Is that a drag queen Smurf? <laughs> Show me. Oh my god, and she's ginger. It is Phil. <laughs> oh my, oh. Sh- oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're saying Sasset. Oh, she's a tomboy there. That's not me. But she is wearing pink dungarees, which I think I could nice. rock. Nice. You could definitely rock that. Yeah. And the final one. And this one's an obvious one, isn't it? Vanity Smurf. Phil. Uh, sorry, Phil. <laughs> Oh my god, this is, this is incredible. This Basically, is incredible. Phil, you're a Smurf. <laughs> Several Smurfs. I have the uh, emotional, personal complexity of a Smurf. I, 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 I'm into that. It would be slightly more complicated to guess a Smurf's uh, kind of, you know, talents if they had names like Darren. Darren Smurf. <laughs> what what role in Smurf society then? does Darren play? Um, nasty Smurf. You'd be, yeah, yeah, you would be nasty Smurf. So, is, is it kind of, be Prosecco Smurf. Is it kind of bad that I remember 99% of those Smurfs from yes. watching it as a kid? Northern Smurf. Northern Smurf, yeah. <laughs> um, Jingle Smurf. Blogger Smurf. Captain yeah. Smurf. Arrived. Cosplay Smurf. <laughs> Sartorial Elegant Smurf. Free Prosecco Smurf. Happy <laughs> <Arky> Smurf. <laughs> but Dave Massey, Blagger Smurf. Where's my booze? Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> We're all living in a TARDIS full of bad things. A TARDIS full of bad things. A TARDIS full of bad things. We're all living in a TARDIS full of bad things. And we're going to tell you why they're rubbish. <laughs> Why did you turn into a scouser at the end? It's the Beatles. The Beatles. You're from Liverpool. Yeah, I guess. Liverpool. Liverpool, how are you? How are you doing, What mate? on earth just happened? It's The studio's getting very warm. 27 degrees and 51% humidity. Right. We're all angry bears again, so let's um, let's, let's, let's let it out. I'm going to go first. Um, people, mainly people in the workplace, who, if they're in a room with you, say the print room or the canteen area, like you're just doing what you're doing, making your tea or printing your work. They they just can't not be in a room and not have to say something. Oh, they've I... got to say something to it. Like we don't talk in any situation. 
why does it have to be now? Comfortable silence is perfectly yeah. okay. Yep, I'm happy with that. They're like people who they've got to they, they like their body just starts shaking. If they're like, how are you? Hi, how's the weather? Sod off, sod off. Just carry on shaking. I don't want it. Don't you bloody a name chit chat. You know, it's just no. I can't be dealing with that. People who just got to have a conversation with you. We're not friends. We're never going to socialise. I'm not going to be at you on Facebook. So we don't need to talk. That's my that's my right for Bush. I may I, I support that. Fair enough. George. I am I it's on a similar theme, I'm just gonna go with offices in general. There is so much <laughs> of office life that is just so aggravating. Whether it's like the humans you're forced to share a space with for eight hours a day, the fact that most offices maybe it's just mine, but like either the aircon is well, either broken so it's a sauna or it's on so hot that it's like the Arctic, so you have to arrive at work and put on coats. There's all this kind of meetings about meetings. That's one of my least favourite things. Like, yeah, just uh, and the coffee machine is still broken. It's been broken for months, and I have to keep drinking instant, like some sort of animal. It's not okay. <laughs> like a peasant. Like a peasant, exactly. Keith, Bloomfield. It's a trivial, but vitally important why, why it's rubbish. Trailering a trailer before the trailer on YouTube. Oh. They've started this trend of showing you clips from the trailer you're about to watch in the same trailer. This is whole like announcement of the trailer you're about to watch that takes up 10 seconds. It's like an ad for the ad. It's like, just play the trailer. I don't want to see the whole kind of like, we're announcing the trailer you are about to watch. Here is the trailer you've now watched 20% of already. It's like, just get to the trailer. Why? Why are they doing it? They're doing it for everything. And it's just Revenue. Like it's pointless though. Oh yeah, it's pointless, but it's also revenue. I think that sort of came out of when Vine was a thing, and you could have six minute videos. And yeah. Like, oh, we have to be on every platform, so we'll make like a six minute, a six second version of our trailer and like tease it on Vine, and then put it on like Twitter, and then Instagram, and then have the actual trailer drop on YouTube. It's just, yeah. It's just it. Yeah. It, and it's it's, it's just saturation. It's, it, yeah, it's symptomatic of how the hype cycle is earlier and earlier now. It's not even separate. It's on, you click on the watch trailer, and as you're watching it, as part of the whole trailer, it's not an ad for it, it's actually there as part of the trailer. It's like, here's the trailer you are about to watch, here's some clips, and here's the trailer. Uh, it's not even separate, it's not even a, like a teaser for a teaser for a teaser that they do. It's just, in, it's like the titles for the trailer. It's just, what, just get to the trailer. I'm going to see these clips anyway, put them in context. Mm. Unless, of course, it's Ryan Gosling and Jaron Leto in bloody Blade Runner. Which <laughs> falling more and more out of love even though they tried to reel me back in by going look it's a big ad for Ad Atari and Pan Am it's like Planker Wood Gosling and Plank is such a good insult isn't it, it really let's is. call in someone a Plank somebody I know I'm not going to say their names but um, I don't particularly like this this person but like her husband has made very little impression on me whenever I've met them to the point that like nobody knows his name. Like most of my friendship group are like, mm, what's his name again? So we just call him Plank because it's like literally the guy is so wooden. He makes no impression. Oh, so, so it's this so and so and Planker here. Like, it's like, isn't it bad Ouch. that you like you make no impression on life that people end up just calling you Plank? If you could be replaced by a plank of wood in a wig and like a jacket, and no one would know the difference. That's, yeah. You need to look at yourself in your life. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh God, you're chatty tonight. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to go with banks and, che and clearing checks. Uh, checks? Who uses checks? It's 2017. My grandparents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Them crazy yeah, so. people up north. What's yeah. paper? 
But, I, right, so the story is, put a check in to clear um, on Monday after work. In, the, in the, 1986. <laughs> that was the problem, that, that's why it took But there, there's half the problem, that's the before past. I was born, guy. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not they're not sending you like a, a bundle of furs. Delivery from the wall. Dave hopped in his hardest full of brass to go and pay a check in. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. So anyway, yeah. So was put the check in. Was told yeah it'll, it'll clear by Friday. Like, great, thanks. Just, you know, nice, nice little you know bonus in time for the weekend. Um, so rang them up uh, the other day and they said, oh, sorry, the uh, the funds won't be available till Monday. Even though I can see them in my account. Just to tease you and see them, we can't access them. So, you know, so I think, right, okay, well, we'll have to, you know, mind, mind, mind the money for the, for this week, but, uh, you know, whatever. And then check my bank account this morning. Guess what's there? The money. Hey. So, it's not right, really a rubbish thing. No, it, right it, no it, it, it has a nice end, but well, it's that sort of thing of... I got sent free money, No, I just have to wait a little while to get it. No, like I say, it's that sort of thing of... You know, well, problems, my God. Yeah, if you're gonna, you know, if you say, if you're gonna say, if it's gonna be ready by Friday, then say it to Friday. If it's gonna be Monday, say Monday. If it's gonna be Saturday, say Saturday. And that's the thing, actually. You know, I agree with that. It's like, don't lie to me, yeah, because you think it's gonna make me happier because like, exactly, I'm gonna get yeah. it sooner. If it means that I'm not gonna get it sooner, yeah. tell me the truth. That's fine. It's yeah. like when it's basically when someone says like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm almost there. I'll be there in five minutes, and they haven't even left the house yet. Yeah. It's like. You, I, I obviously will find out that you are going to be late when you, <laughs> when you are late. So just yeah. tell, I'll track you down. Yeah, exactly. so just tell me you're yeah. going to be late rather than I'm like, oh, well, they're, they're going to be here any minute, so I'll, yeah. like, I'll go and get a table and then just sit there like a lemon on your own crying into your martini. <laughs> Not that this is like a true story or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but just tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. Just tell just the truth. Let, let me know and I can plan around it. Exactly. Okay. It's a good idea though, Dave. Don't use a check. Well, I didn't use the check. Someone else gave me it. So what else am I supposed to do? Checks do have their uses because you give them to people that you don't really want to give money to. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I haven't got the money right now, but like, I'll give you a check and you can pay it in. I know it's going to be at least a week and a half before you actually get the money. So I'm all right next, time, next time you get a check, send it back and write, up yours, send me some notes. As my grandparents are in their 80s and unfortunately not long for this world, I think I'll, I think I won't take your advice, Guy. Check though, oh, it's like a book voucher. Who wants a book voucher these days? Um, I love getting book tokens. Yeah, I've all over yeah. book token. Exactly. I, I have every birthday since I was probably about seven. Even now that I am like, I, I am turning thirty this year, and I can guarantee that my granddad will give me book tokens in a card, probably yeah. with like a bottle yeah. of whiskey or something as well. I think grandparents, grandparents aren't the only people who still yeah. use checks. I think though, although yeah. my nan has now gone one beyond that, so she's. Like she's always been fairly like not trusting of the general post service, so she doesn't like to send cash for my birthday. She'll yeah. send send a check. But now we've progressed beyond that. She wanted to send me some spending money for our holiday in America. So rather than just you know sending me some money that I could like convert, no, no, she was insistent she had to send dollars, but she won't post them. So she's given them to my mum, who she saw not not long ago, and like. They've just been sat in my mum's flat now until I see my mother. It's just, just, just put them to the post. It's fine. We've progressed this really weird stage now of just having to like post stuff around. It's just getting With silly. Underground railway. It really is. Just, just going. Can I appreciate the gesture, but come on. I just want to quickly sow the seed, very quickly. That if whoever gets Guy for Secret Santa this year, if we do it, checks. Rhyme a check. Not even a check. Rhyme a check for like ninety-nine p. Not even a check. Get him a postal order. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, guys. Phil, come on then. Okay, so mine is when people share on social media posts saying how social media is bad. 
They're like, oh, like everyone's too busy like looking down at the screens to look up and see how beautiful the world is. It's like, no, the world's on its backside. We're all taking <laughs> refuge in social media because everything is terrible. And also, you are such a muppet if you think that you are not also part of the problem because you are saying, oh, it's dangerous to like use so much social media and you're like sharing this thing on social media to get likes. So like how that is like the biggest self-owned and it's so smug, it's so smug. And I'm just like, what What do you hope to achieve? I think those are those, only my real friends will copy and paste this, people. Oh my God, are you okay, hun? No, I'm not okay because you're still on my timeline. I'm gonna have to unfollow you. Everybody good? Everybody vented? Yeah, I feel better I feel, now. I feel, I feel lighter. Yeah, I'm good. All right, should we do a social media nonsense then? Yeah, Guy, where we can find you? Vinyl Guy H, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, Guy underscore Halford. I, I don't post on Twitter. I, I, whatever I post you on maybe Instagram. Maybe just cyberbully me on Twitter. That's all you do. Uh, whatever I post on Instagram just goes on to Facebook and Twitter. So Oh, that is lazy, lazy, bad duplicate content. I'm not here for it. I need to give you a, a workshop in how to manage your brand I, online. I, I, I don't need to be a brand. I just want people to see my porno records. So if you like looking at <laughs> porno records and follow me. Dave? Wow. Uh, Ace is an armor on Instagram for Gundam, and I'm trying to do some more nice photography, but I just haven't got around to it yet. Just um, trying to get a good angle of that um, that lamp. Wide <laughs> angle lens. Damn. <laughs> Angles are everything. Wow. You need to art direct those things. <laughs> is that flat lay? Is that what they call them? How would you do that? <laughs> lay flat? I don't understand it. There's some generic term for it. Actually, uh, <laughs> 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 not a lay flat. A flat lay. Flat lay. <laughs> um, Dwight three one eight seven on Twitter. Ace on Facebook. I think that's about it. You're so dedicated to your social media profiles. Yeah, but bear in mind I haven't posted on Facebook in about a year. I, I mean, I think the last yeah. person who posted on your Facebook page was me. Did you? Did you? Did no, no, I, with our um, cosplay George, pages, yeah. uh, because George Dave is my is, social is, media cannot manager. be trusted to update his own, I have access to all of that as well. Alsby, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at caramelarticus.com, or you can find me at caramelarticus uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, two L's on everything except Twitter, where it's only one. You can probably also find me blocking Guy on Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not the one posting woolly pics. Sounds like you're thinking. None of us are. I don't know why you're obsessed with dick pics. Phil, if that was an acceptable thing on Twitter, I can guarantee that you probably. Oh my god, you have no idea how many nudes get slid into my DMs on like a weekly basis. (laughs) You didn't ask for them the other day. I I asked for tasteful nudes, and (laughs) the ones I received were far from tasteful. You know, there was not a Valencia filter in sight. Do you know them like a critical feedback? Yeah. Oh please, it's like watercolor challenge. I have a winner every week. Yeah, you know, you know, you can just block guy from sending you those photos, right? <laughs> those are his favourites. He looks forward to those. <laughs> Keith, where, where can we find you? Um, Twitter hardlook underscore hotel. Um, I'm a few followers short of a thousand, so I'm going to go for a thousand followers soon. Ooh. So that'd be good if you could do that. And go and look those at my spam bots. Don't count as followers. They do. They're fine. They 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 respond when Svetlana I Svetlana Slutlina. When, when I when I when I hashtag certain terms, they always go nice. It's all good. They they you know, robots are people too. Chatbots are people too. We should be all like you know. Don't let's not discriminate against AI. You know, everybody's chatting to their Alexas and their series, so we should, you know, treat them as well as we treat everybody else. Do you think that's why Ryan's not here today? He's too busy chatting to his Amazon thing that he bought. Is Alexa. it right just by the Alexa? Alexa, thing, yeah. block Guy Halford on Instagram. 
<laughs> Alexa, block that off on Twitter. I've got a oh, but Instagram. My Instagram, if people want to look at my Instagram, is Hardlooks Hotel with no underscore. Go and check out my Birmingham street photography. Oh, that's stuff, good. Which is kind of just random. I kind of run into the middle of the road when there's not many cars. It's kind of dangerous. It's kind of risky. But it's one shot, one shot, one picture. Like no I, multiple takes. It's the one shot, and that's what you get. I've got this great image of like you run into the road, and then you, you see a car, and then for some reason you just naturally shout "car" and then run <laughs> up. <laughs> it's mostly while I'm waiting at a bus stop, so there's acres of time before <laughs> anything comes along. I'd love it if we'd be in the queue, just like, yeah, what's that guy doing? Well, I did, I did it yesterday outside um, the QE in uh, Birmingham University. There's a pile of people waiting for the bus. And I just kind of leave all my bags by the bus stop and saunter off into the middle of the road to wait for a few seconds while the cars drift off into the distance so I can grab a shot. I have a question for you, actually, very quickly. A few weeks ago, me and Ryan left you at bus stop. Indeed. How long did you wait at that bus stop? Fifteen minutes. Jesus, me and Ryan had been to a shop and I was on the train by that point. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't hear the expression left at a bus stop without thinking of Roxy Andrews. And there's oh, only Roxy. one other person in this room who gets that reference, but that's enough for me. Yeah. And you can find me in the kitchen at parties and also on Instagram <laughs> at Philip Ellis, on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. Read my words at freelancephilip.co.uk find me find me in the car park outside how about that and also finding an interviewing AA Abbott yeah just wherever there's like a microphone and a glass of wine I'll be there Ryan Ryan's playing with his fidget spinner that's where you can find find him. Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Parrish look at his food porn at Brummy Gourmand and find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter we're also on Tinder Friends Reunited J Date <laughs> Plenty of Fish Christian Mingle and yep. uh, and uh, AmishLove.com. Does that exist? No. Probably. And when it's my turn to do the Twitter, people remind me earlier in the morning, so it's not like six o'clock when I realise, oh, coppers, yep. I should have been doing Twitter today. And kind of like, you know, then spam bot everything. You need to step your tweet deck up. That's what you need to do. I don't use tweet deck. I can't use it on my phone. So I have to be in front of a computer, and that's a bit difficult that's what, that's for me. That's what toilet breaks are worth for, Keith. You take a whole computer into the toilet. <laughs> toilet <bag. laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> so... I've got my phone. TweetDeck doesn't work on my phone, so hence I can't do all of the kind of things. I'm not going to wheel a bloody Dell computer off the office nah, desk to into the computer. Do a tweet while you're sitting on the bog. Job done. I don't go to the bog every ten minutes like yourself. <laughs> I do not do that in my job. Just in case anybody's listening. And uh, yes, yeah, so like and subscribe uh, the podcast. Write us a review. Um, it helps other people find us and also give us five stars because we are we have massive egos and it really helps we, we are literally five stars in this room I've just counted ah, we Mass. are one star each nasty on Ryan <laughs> yeah I think that's everything bye everyone bye bye, bye. bye. cheerio listeners <laughs>